Tonight, we begin our season of Advent together. It's a time the church sets apart for us to prepare our hearts and minds for the difference that Jesus Christ wants to make in our lives come Christmas. But tonight, we do not have shepherds in the field hearing of the birth of a king or magi coming from the east bearing gifts for the Christ child. Instead, we hear Christ speaking about his second coming, his coming again with power and great glory. Each time we begin anew this season of Advent, I'm reminded of the three Advents of Jesus. Stay with me here, three Advents. He comes first to us in history. In history, born of Mary, he lived among us as one of us. He comes in mystery, in prayer, scripture, in sacrament, and in the lives of the poor. He will come in majesty. That's what our gospel reading reminds us of this evening, that at the end of history, the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ will transform all things, and the splendor of his crucified love. So those are the three Advents. Did you catch them? History, mystery, majesty. We live in the time of the middle Advent, the time after that first Christmas in history and before the gathering of all things under the majesty of Christ's outstretched love. We live in the Advent time of mystery, the in-between time, as some like to call it. And to think of it this way means that we're always a middle Advent people, right? The church gathered after Christ's incarnation and resurrection and before his coming again to fully heal and redeem and restore. So in some ways, this season is a distillation of our whole lives as followers of Jesus, discerning how to live in the time of the middle Advent. And some of the key words for our lives as those who seek to stay close to the word made flesh are these, to stay alert, to keep awake. Obviously, Jesus is not telling us to get fewer hours of rest, but kind of stay awake. In fact, I'm sure that Jesus would want us to resist the forces at work in our culture that want to quantify all our productivity. You know, for us to just keep running around busy all the time, not least during this season. We need to be a people who value rest, and understand that it's a form of resistance. It's a form of resistance to dangerous cultural forces of nonstop productivity. So we need to know how to enter into the peace of God, how to enter into the contentment of God, God's happiness. We need to know how to enter into that and rest in it if we are to remain watchful and alert if we're to be wise and discerning. 
which is to say without God, without God's contentment and peace, we are not wise. What Jesus wants us to wake up to is a different force. He wants us to wake up to the reality of his endless love deep at the heart of all things. And this is one of the reasons that Advent, like uh, Advent's sister, liturgical season Lent, is a penitential season. This is what I mean. It's a time to give an honest look at the places in our lives individually and as a church that need to be transformed and set free under the banner of Christ's redeeming grace. So if Christ came to show us that energy, uh, that is this deeper love at the heart of all things in this season, we need to see how do we uh, resist that love in our lives. What do we need to leave behind in the field of our lives? You see, I'm pointing back to the gospel where one woman's in the field, one's left behind. We need to discern in the field of our lives, what do we need to leave behind so that Christ's endless love can come more fully alive in us? Now, it seems obvious that we live in anxious times. We probably always have, but they seem all the more so. And that we make ourselves anxiously busy most of the time, moving fast in all kinds of ways which is, I think, the story of modernity, but that's for another time and another sermon. But we've cranked everything up. We move really fast all the time, and we're not entirely sure where we're going or why as individuals and also as a culture. We need to be careful not to live in what I'll call the drowsiness of our daily anxieties, being only half awake, And I don't mean, to be clear, the anxiety that some people suffer as psychological affliction over which they have no control and from which they pray to be freed. I mean the daily round of frenetic activity that proves to ourselves and to others that we're important because we're busy. That, I think, is a sleepwalking way to live. It's not wise. And Christ calls us, his followers, to stay awake. To remember that his kingdom way of life is the one thing necessary. To remember that his love alone deserves first place in everything in our lives. So this Advent, let him who is the one thing necessary for our life and for our salvation take first place in everything by inviting him to come to us in mystery. That's what Christ is doing tonight in scripture, in song, and in sacrament, coming to us in mystery, in the middle advent, breaking into our lives to claim them as his own. Will we let him in? If we'll stay awake, to the Spirit, Christ's Spirit. Our prayer will be simple this season. Come, Lord Jesus.